Hey, fabulous friends. Buckle up and get set for a ride taking my broken and turning it into beautiful. We discuss all of that right here on Tragic to Magic with your host, Marnie. Our vibe, never let anyone dull your sparkle. Never give up. So if you're ready for raw, real stories of strength and transformation, you're in the right place. Welcome to our podcast, where we always keep it sparkling. Hey, Tragic to Magic fam. How's everybody feeling? I always ask. I hope that someone's feeling fabulous. And if you're not, at the end of this episode, maybe you'll feel just a little bit better. This is your host, Marnie, and thank you so much for listening to Tragic to Magic. I love spreading awareness, sprinkling kindness like confetti, and letting everybody know they are not alone. So I cannot believe it's December already. It was just Halloween and then turkeys and pumpkins. And I love Christmas. I love Christmas joy. I love Christmas music, but not everybody does. So the next episode I am doing is how to handle the depressing December blues because not everybody is holly and jolly. But before we take that step, I wanted to call this episode Debunk the Stigma December because there are so many myths surrounding mental health, mental illness, and shame on you, media. Shame, shame on you, media, because I blame you. Because every time there is a mass shooting or something tragic in the world, the media is the first thing to say, the first thing they say is they had a mental illness. But they will never say or bring on the psychiatrist who says, well, so-and-so was under my care and prescribed this. And we spoke three times weekly or we were together daily. You never hear that because what they need to say is the person who committed these horrific acts had untreated mental illness. It's a, you know, mental illness, it's a spectrum. You can have a little bit or it could be a whole wide range on the other side, like me. It's a miracle I stayed kind and loved despite the hatred since I was born thrown at me. So I healed myself very late in life, but everybody can start over and they have a chance to live a very happy life. And despite the myths that are out there about mental health, I hope that I could bring some clarity and understanding that you are not alone and there is nothing wrong with it. The way we take care of our physical health, there should be more of an emphasis on our mental health. I have chronic lymphocytic leukemia. I do not need treatment. I am on something called watch and wait where I get my blood work every four months. And it's it's funny, <laughs> funny, haha. My life, my family, everyone has betrayed me. And with leukemia, even my blood cells have betrayed me. I got that from Rent, the musical, but it's true. My blood cells do not protect me. My white blood cells are like, okay, infection, come on in. So What I'm trying to say with that is my mental conditions would have killed me way before the leukemia diagnosis because the mental health is connected to our physical health. And when we are not mentally healthy, you cannot be physically healthy. I was getting Botox the other day. Love. Thank you, Botox. Thank you, fillers. I don't mind being 53. I just, I'm an anti-ager. I hear anti-aging bring me. I am not one of the people that want to age gracefully. I admire the people that do, that do, but 
Dolly, you are my inspiration. And so I was getting Botox and there was this girl in the waiting room who was so miserable. And it's like, gosh, you can do so much cosmetic, but if the insides are unhappy, then what good is it? And oh gosh, you know, I spend so many years depressed, not living, not leaving my house, just nitpicking over, oh, I feel so bloated or, oh my God, the scale, I gained two pounds. And then I woke up one day and it's like, I'm 50 friggin' three. I want to do over. I want to go back. I don't want wrinkles and aging and all that stuff. It just really depresses me. Vanity caused my insanity. I will do an episode on that. The way I look ruled my world. I wouldn't, oh my God, I still, to this day, I have such a trouble with my vanity. I have not recorded myself in months because I did not like the way I looked. I had an amazing smile makeover. Thank you, Dr. Malo in Cooper City, who gave me the most beautiful porcelain, perfect smile. My teeth were horrific. And that also, I tried to filter out my mouth when I would do pictures, but I wouldn't do interviews back in 2021, 22, because my mouth looked horrible. So back to the debunking the stigma December and debunking the myths regarding mental illness. One myth is mental health problems are rare. Mm -mm. They are so common, more common that actually the World Health Organization, I thought it was one in five, one in four people in the world will be affected by a mental or neurological disorder at some point in their lives. After COVID, I mean, come on, we lost control of our daily lives. We found out more about ourselves, about friends, about family. And so there's so much more awareness of mental health conditions. And if somebody's not feeling right, we have so much more to go and so much more talking about to do. Like, I want to. And I just want to end the stigma, one mental health story at a time. If one person can tell it, another person will feel not alone and another person will feel not alone. And it's so important that everybody knows it's okay not to be okay. They say, like I said before about the media, most people with mental health problems are violent and unpredictable. Eh, wrong, wrong, wrong. Most people that have mental illnesses, they we're not violent. We're the more likely to be the victims of violence rather than the perpetrators. We don't know how to love ourselves, so we will accept any kind of emotional brutality, emotional, oh, um, gosh, abuse. I've allowed myself to be physically abused. I've allowed myself to be emotionally abused. Never thought my family, I was born into my father walking away at four months. So I am such a poster child for never feeling any kind of um, love. And that's why people that don't feel self-love, we put ourselves in positions to be taken advantage of. We are not the angry, what you see and what you think when they portray it on the news. It's horrible because we just want to be loved. Most people with mental illnesses, it comes down to something that was missing in a part of our life that was not fulfilled. And we all need to heal that inner child in us because nobody ever said to me growing up, Marnie, let's go see Dr. So-and-so and process your feelings. No, it was get over it. Your father's gone. Get over it. Someone bullied you. Oh, well, life moves on. I mean, it 
it truly is. I am a miracle to be alive, really. I think I said this on a few episodes ago, which I always love to say a few episodes ago because it inspires me that I've done more than one. But I really feel somewhere in the universe, they were like, you, you are going to take every problem in the world, take it for the team. So one day when the world is feeling messed up, depressed and dark, you could bring your light and sparkle and let them know what a survivor resilient human being you are. Okay, so another myth is people with mental health can't handle work or school. Now, for me with my ADHD, I am hyper-focused and I am amazing at something that I am really good at at that moment and it's my thing. But once you understand you're not able to process like anybody else, maybe I can go to a doctor, maybe medication might be right for me, maybe talking to the teacher and getting moved closer so I can see better. There are many reasons that people just don't want to say, I might be having trouble, maybe I can get extra help. Because once you're aware, that is the key to any kind of success and inner happiness, being aware of everything and taking accountability. But don't be ashamed to say to your teacher, look, I need to see sit up front and change my seat. I think it might do a bit my performance might be better if I sit up closer. But don't be ashamed of that because people can function in school once they realize and tweak what it is. Mental illness is a sign of weakness. No, it's not. In fact, we're badasses. Any of my mental illnesses are just as important as any medical conditions, whether it be my leukemia or somebody with diabetes or heart disease. So we show strength because we fight to show people we're happy when we're crying inside. We fight to get up every day. We fight to get out of bed every day. If you don't understand it. You're not supposed to, but don't shame anybody that is experiencing some sort of lack of motivation. Monitor, and I'm going to get into how you can approach somebody. But if it goes more than two weeks, that's when things become a problem. But allow people to feel there's no law that says you have to be happy. That you can't be happy all the time. That's that's we're not robots. We're not at Disney World on like a happy ride. We are human beings and we're supposed to have a range of emotions. The part that heals us and helps us live a proper life is when we are aware of our emotions, what's happening, how we react. Because once we react and want to argue, we're only infesting ourselves. It's not worth it. Don't do that. But we are all so brave and badasses. Anybody that recognizes their mental health condition or lives with one, I love you all. I'm giving you the hugest high five right now. So children don't suffer from mental health problems. (laughs) Even at a very young age, children do show warning signs. They are diagnosable and they could be, whether it's a combination of biological circumstance, psychological circumstance, or your social environment. I was a product of genetics and circumstance. I didn't, when I was born, I was already behind the eight ball. Genetically, circumstance where I was, my situation, I was a mental health poster child. And I, now that I look back, I've had and was recently at 47 diagnosed with ADHD, OCD, clinical depression, anxiety, general and social. Name the disorder. I have it as a result of my untreated 
mental health conditions. When I was at Denver Airport two years ago, oh my gosh, I was so hysterical crying and hysterical crying. And I was maybe two seconds from going viral because people were like, you know, stop what you're doing. You're making a fool of yourself. You're acting like an animal. And I'm crying hysterically triggered thinking now I'm looking back, you're yelling at an eight-year-old scared little girl. So there needs to be so much uh, focus and dedication on mental health. And really that needs to be the number one on everybody's agenda. But when kids come home and they say their stomach hurts, or if they don't do the same activities they wanted to do at one time, look into it because children are the most honest. And a lot of parents swoosh it under the rug. We don't want to deal with it. We tell them they're fine. But you know what? Maybe they're not fine. So whether you are a two-year-old that is an anxious little baby or an 82-year-old that has slight anxiety. It does not discriminate age, race, color, nothing. Mental illness is across pretty much the board. And people always say, oh, you don't need therapy. You could just take a pill. Now, I wish that would work because I do take medication, but I still need to talk about the stuff and the crap that goes on in my mind, how to handle certain situations. And even though I'm aware of certain things, I still need my own help, which I have to tell you, though, the best therapy for me is doing things like this and helping people and letting them know they're not alone and there is hope and life can be fun and fabulous. So I am just um, an advocate for therapy. I'm an advocate of raising your own inner awareness, taking accountability. It's me. Hi. Thank you, Queen Taylor Swift. I hope you all look at my Swift Miss merchandise on my store, Etsy, Fabulously Flawed. There is just the most amazing freaking products. Name it, we have it. Whether it's candles, pillows, pet products, kitchen products, hoodies, school supplies, journals, everything to make you smile in a world full of affirmations. It's literally beyond. I took all of my affirmations and I wanted to share it with the world and put them on every product I could possibly think of. So check it out on Etsy, guys. I promise you, if you're not wowed, I will send you whatever products that you do that you would like. <laughs> okay, one of the most aggravating thing people say or have said to me my entire life is people with mental health problems are lazy or just need to try harder. Oh my gosh. They have nothing. Do you hear me in the back, people? It has nothing to do with being lazy or weak. Many factors contribute to whatever mental health condition you might be experiencing. Even like I said, it could be genetics, a physical illness, whether your brain isn't wired, life experiences, the trauma. I have lived 53 years. Well, I don't live trauma anymore the past few years. It's literally been one year, I think, of peace my entire life without any trauma. But when I can't move or I'm in a state of being disconnected or triggered and then sad and depressed, that is why I can't move. Don't you dare tell anybody that they're lazy. I talk about this in my book when I was sitting with my husband and I asked for help. I was on the Apple help and the guy was like talking to me in terms I don't understand because of my ADHD brain, 
my capacity of learning is not like everybody else's and information that I don't understand overwhelms me and I shut down. So I remember asking him for help and he slammed his hand on the couch and he's like, God damn it, thinking I was lazy. And it was like, whoa, Nelly, slow down. I am not lazy. I just do not know how to handle words I don't know at a fast pace and not the way I can handle it. So we are not lazy. And another thing people say is that mental health problems last forever. We can recover completely and manage my life because I have the right treatment. I have the right support. I live the most wonderful life right now, the best I've ever felt. I do not care about the vulnerability I put out there. What you say about me is none of my business. I don't want to know. I just love giving my messages, standing and speaking and soon videoing myself to people to hear my story and know they're not alone. And it took a long time for me to get to this place to be so honest and open and vulnerable. People tell me brave and it's really more of a I always thought I was alone. I wish I would have known when I was a young girl. They always say to be who you needed when you were younger. And if I that's why my passion goes to these young 16, 15, 15, 16, 17-year-old girls, young college girls. They all are looking for guidance. I let them, if you know a girl, a teenage girl, if you put on Meatloaf, Paradise by the Dashboard Light, I did a speaking engagement and I played it and I broke it down and I'm like, dude, we'll say anything to you, anything, anything, anything. Don't believe it. Be friends first. And when I break it down for them, one girl said it really helped her. So any tip or information I could give, I love doing. I love it, love it, love it. So now that it's December, I know the world is filled with, if you hear Mariah Carey's song one more time or, you know, sleigh bells jingling, sleigh bells ringling, whatever it is that may give you a trigger, those are okay to have. You now know, okay, every time I hear this, I get like angry. So you can be like, okay, now breathe. But I'm going to do a whole nother episode on handling the depression through December and the holidays. And again, we're all not holly and jolly. And on that note, please, if you want any information, how I can help you with speaking engagements, if you want to speak one-on-one, -on -one, Think of me as a guidance counselor for adults. I'm not here to diagnose, diagnose you. I'm here to share my lived experiences, help you see the rainbow through your dark clouds, that hope is possible, a fabulous life is possible, because when I tell you nobody has been emotionally and brutally beaten down like I have been, and yet I continue to stand and sparkle. <laughs> so also, I want you guys to also check out my store on Etsy, Fabulously Flawed. You will be fabulously surprised on how fabulous my products are. Everybody remember to never let anyone dull your sparkle. Never let anyone burst your bubble. Stay fabulous. Try and find something inside to make you smile. The world is dark and we could use as much light, happiness as we can. Sprinkle kindness like confetti. Sending everybody much love and peace. And until next time. There you have it. Another episode of Tragic to Magic coming to a close. But remember, the magic doesn't end here. Keep shining, keep pushing, and remember no one, and I mean no one, has the power to dull your sparkle. It's your light, your strength, your magic. 
Thank you for being part of the Tragic to Magic fam. You can listen on all podcast platforms. Don't forget to check out our website, PeaceLoveMarnie.com. Until next time, stay strong, stay sparkly. Much love and peace.